Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 169, which is the nice number plus 100. I'm Trey, nice. joined as always by Dylan, Tucker, and Cameron. How are we doing, gentlemen? Living the dream. Having a great time. Tucker and I were just bowling. <clears throat> Feeling good. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Um, all right. Let's get into the show. Winners and losers. Who Winners the- and losers. Winner me. Go ahead. Um, I won bowling today. Oh, there you go. That is true. Who won our bracket? I think I did. All right, let's pull up. Oh, I didn't get the check. Let's pull up the tournament challenge. So for our specific bracket, Bailey won it. He had UConn. Yeah, that doesn't count. Who's after Bailey? Tucker. Tucker beat me by 10. So Tucker wins the bracket. The fan bracket. I had to come in last. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'll tell you uh, where we finished. So it was Tucker, me, Tucker, me, our cumulative bracket tied with me, then Cam, then Lindsay. And you weren't on it, Till. You were never on this bracket. I swear I joined. I swear to God I joined. Check the other one. There's another one, too. The fans, big winner is... Now, now we have contention here because Bailey Bailey won that one. Bailey beat Lucas Lore. Yeah. By like just thirty points. Bracket. Yeah. So I guess technically Bailey is our champion. Lucas came in second. Congratulations. Then Trevor. Zaf's two brackets. I didn't know you were allowed to submit two brackets for this. Uh, Linnea in fifth place. Brittany in seventh. I don't know who Glaze Master is. Dylan, you were ninth in this one. You joined this one. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, my bracket was pretty bad. And Fish, rounding out everybody in the bottom with zero points. Did not put in any teams. <laughs> A good old Fish. Um, yeah, so there you have it. Uh, Bailey Batella, you have won a guest appearance um, on Ways to Takes. Come on and we'll talk about whatever you want. Come host the show. Congratulations. Um, other winners and losers? Anybody got anything? Um, I don't have anything extra. Jaden Clark, I think, herself as the biggest athlete in men's or women. Yeah, that was a good take, Todd. That was a good take. I'll think, give you an opportunity. Never mind. What did you say? I was going to say, Trey, we have a big platform here if you want to shout out a loser. <laughs> yeah, no. That's, um, that's up to you. Okay. No, I'm just going to put out a winner, which is me, because I am going through a little bit of a shitty situation, but had a lot of people reach out, a lot of people that care about me, and uh, I just won my Celtics bet as, as I'm speaking. So things are turning around for me, going through a shitty time. But if you are listening to this and you reached out, I appreciate hey, it. Huh? Sorry, I, was, I thought I was unmuted. Lindsay's uh, going through a little bit of a situation right now. She just brushed her teeth, but she hasn't taken the NyQuil yet. So now she's got to decide whether she wants to take NyQuil at all and risk risk the bad flavor in her mouth going to bed. Yeah, I would wait a little bit. Thank you for interrupting my nice thing, but. 
to talk Sorry. about. Sorry, I, I, I was. I was not right. in that. I'm a, I'm a winner. I'm out of a shitty situation. There is a massive loser. We're not going to talk about it. Just know there is a, a huge loser out out no, there. I'm bad. No, no, she's a massive loser. I'm not going to name names. Her name's Christina. Uh, but there is a massive loser. <laughs> and with that, we move on to two single members of the podcast now. Clap it up, talk. There we go. Two single members of the pod. Um, maybe we should do a bachelor thing, like we said we were going to do season one when I was single. So wait, this podcast outlasted my last relationship. Believe that. Wow. Believe it or not. So, <laughs> all right. Wasted takes. Who's got one? Those are who your real ones are. Exactly. I got a wasted take. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So. Obviously, big news this week uh, in the Patriots world um, reports that Bill Belichick has been shopping Mac Jones around the league. A lot of people coming out and saying, well, we've reached out around the league and we haven't heard anything. This isn't true. And then a lot of people saying, oh, it's true. You're just not talking to the right sources, blah, 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 blah. Do I think this happened? Yes. But when you... Think about the Patriots right now and like they just brought in Bill O'Brien to be Max guy, right? And they're kind of tailoring the team in the idea that Mac is going to be there. Why would Belichick go out and trade him? Well, Belichick hates him, first of all, for questioning him. But I think somebody within the Patriots organization gave Bill Belichick the green light to trade Mac Jones. Now, who... Would have given him the green light. It would be Robert Kraft. Do you guys know where Robert Kraft was last week? What did you say? I couldn't hear you. It broke up a little bit. Do you know Denver? where Robert Kraft was last week? Gene Denver? No. Uh, he must have been watching the uprising. No, he was in the Bahamas with Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola, Rob Gronkowski, and one other major Patriots figure from the past. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. So what if Kraft was there and was, they were playing beach football and he said, boy, Tom, you're looking real good. You look like you could still play. And Tom's like, yeah, this sucks being retired. I hate it. I want to come back. And he's like, well, we could, you know, make something happen in New England, get you your last, you know, last go in the sun make you retire a Patriot, which is what everybody wants. Well, you got that kid, Mac Jones there. Well, Bill hates him. So I'll just tell Bill that he has a green light to trade him. And then I will make sure you get signed to the Patriots. Tom Brady will be the quarterback of the Patriots in 2023. That's the take. Long time coming for this take. <clears throat> Finally made his way around. Um, I'll start. I like it. I think he comes back. There's no way he doesn't play. <clears throat> He's playing again, whether it be this year or next. Um, I just don't see him going to the Patriots, unfortunately. Uh, it makes sense for him to go in the sense of, like, if he would finally retire again, go back and to his, his home team. But I think there's way too much bad blood, whether it's Kraft's idea and Kraft's going to handhold him the whole time. I just don't think it makes sense. I don't think Brady owes Philip Belichick anything. I only I think he might go back to the Belichick. That's the only way. 
I think um, Belichick doesn't know anything about it if, it if it is happening. I say no shot. He goes back, but if he did, Pam, he's definitely going to be a Patriot, I think. I don't know. Um, Trey, I like the take. I think it was bound to happen eventually. Someone had to have this take <laughs> on this podcast with Tom Brady being retired. It was either going to be me or you, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I love the take. I don't agree with it, though. That's, I mean, that's kind of what I'm going for. <laughs> it's not believable, but it's a wasted take. Dill? Yeah, this is not going to happen. All right. That's all I got on this. All righty. <laughs> right to this the point. Stupid. Who's got a take? Dill? Nobody. Cam, you got a take? You always got a take for the show. You said you had a take. Yeah, baby. I got a great take. You guys are going to love this one. Go on. I think every single person loves this take. Masters coming up, baby. This is a golf take. This is my annual Tiger's going to win the Masters take. No, it's not. But it does involve Tiger Woods. He's hurt. He's injured. He's old. He's respected. Everybody walks across that golf course. And it's painstaking, especially for somebody like Tiger. I think he shot one over or one under last year the first day and then just pooped to the bed. And it was because of the walking. I say Tiger Woods is going to be allowed a cart this year at the Masters. It's been done once, I believe, for somebody who had a much more serious leg injury, like could not walk at all. Um, I think Tiger Woods... Somehow gets the committee together, says, I need a cart. Everybody respects him so much. They're gonna let there's gonna be the few Patrick Reeds and Bryson Dacian both saying no. At the end of the day, everybody's like, Look, it's Tiger. Let him let him cart around. Who cares? And he's gonna there's no other take other than he's going to be on a cart. He's not going to be walking. He's not gonna pin, he's not gonna make a cut. I don't say any of that. He's going to be on a cart during the Masters. Car path only, of course. It is definitely. Uh, oh, go ahead, Tuck. Cam, I like this take. I can see it happening. Um, I think Tiger deserves it. If anyone like has ever deserved it, it's Tiger. Um, so I like the take. I think it could definitely happen. Honestly, um, not sure how wasted it is. I, I mean, it's a good take, but I can also, I don't know. I won't be like, whoa, if it happens. So. Yeah, I don't know how wasted it is either. I I won't. I haven't googled it. I think I will now that I put it out there. Um, I I really haven't googled it. I just heard somebody today say, um, talking about the guy that's had a card before on the Masters, and I was like, huh, that might benefit my friend Tiger. So I'll look it up. And people are already saying it. I'll make my take a little bit more wasted, but until then, that's <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm glad we're. In this time of year with the Tigers Masters take. What was the year we said Charlie Woods was going to win the Masters, Cam? Oh, I don't know. By the end of the decade, maybe? I don't remember. Um, No, he will. He might drive the car. um, Yeah, if this is going to happen, it's going to be for Tiger. I mean, if they're going to make exceptions, it'll be for Tiger. I love the take. I don't know the extent of his injuries. Not a big golf fan. Uh, But if it's as bad as you say it is... They'll give him a cart, hundred percent. They'll let him. They'll let him roll in the greens with that thing. I bet. 
It's Tiger. How are you gonna how are you gonna let the goat hurt himself walking around? I love it. Um Dale? Now I think he's playing up the leg injury just so we can get that card. I think it's because the, there's talk about him like in press conferences saying like, oh, you know, it, you know, there's hardware in there that's definitely not great, but it's still my leg. I still got it. Blah, blah, blah. It's just, I think he's trying to play it off so we can get that card. I think it's a strategic uh, move by him, say, saying that it's worse than it is, so so he can. Uh, I like that angle too. So he can get that. Uh, that rest in between shots. Um, so I'm, I'm all, I'm all for it. Uh, there was a, <clears throat> a promotion on DraftKings, Tiger Woods, uh, top 20, get like plus 300 odds. I think it might be the move if he gets the cart though. So I'm all on board, Cam. Um, uh, Cam, you know, so quick, oh, go for it. No, no, I was going to say, I just sent a picture in the group. Um, first thing I searched, just to, this is how I'm proving that I didn't search it because he has said in November he would never use a tip car on the PGA Tour. Um, so that's a ways to take if he's going back on his word. His injuries are getting worse. But he still have to play. If he ends up in a car at any point, I'll give myself partial credit for this one. Even if it's a cart, because he has to be carted off, he's going to be in a cart at some point on the Masters. Anyway, go ahead, Tucker. Um, so I also have a Masters take. Um, you know what? I'm going to go out there. I'm going to predict the winner of the Masters, and I'm going to let you all know right now it's not a guy you're expecting. Honestly, half this podcast, I would be surprised if more than one person on the podcast knows who the winner is going to be. His name is Tony Finau. D- Dylan made this take two weeks ago. Not Masters, but he yeah, talked about literally, Tony. Literally, the players. He had Tony winning the players. Ago, I was like, Tony Finau was going to win. That was, Are you serious? That was legitimately. I think you weren't there. I think you weren't there. I really didn't think anyone would know. I don't know why, but I've always loved Tony Finau. Never won anything. Lost That's everything. exactly what I said. I've lost <laughs> bet every time I bet on Tony P. Now I've lost money. Man cannot win. Some reason he just keeps he evades me because it's just a bet that I haven't won yet. So like I don't know. I love Tony P. Now I guess I should pick someone else now that I feel like this, but no, Tony no. P. I would have switched to Xander Shoffley or Max Homa, but. I, I'm not. I'm a Tony Finau guy till I die. Let's go. Where's I? I could be a Tony. I'm a Tony guy. I think we're a Tony Potter. Right? I, I think, think we're, we're a Tony, Tony Potter. Yeah, Get yeah, him on I the show. Here I say I think we're the biggest Tony Finau podcast out there. Listen, I know nothing about the guy, and like I said, I know nothing about golf. Um, but Dylan told me he's due statistically. He is statistically due. So if he's due, I'm all in. Tucker, are we feeling a bet on this? What's the confidence level? Is this like a wasted ways to take, or is this like I'm going to win a point? No, it's state? not too far off. He's a good golfer. I mean, if there, was a, if there was the first major to win, it's the Masters, right? So I'm in. I love it. Also, had to mention a loser. Tucker, it is your take, so uh, this just reminded me. Tucker, you getting your Twitter hacked and then banned? Real tough. Real tough. Tucker's off Twitter, 
So now when we have our, like every week before the show, you know, we're sending tweets back and forth and now we have to like do an extra step and make sure we send him to Tucker because we can't just shoot it to him on Twitter because he became the Mad Hatter and was selling Dogecoin or something like that. Yeah, I don't know what it was. So big loser for Tucker. His Twitter is dead. Yeah, it was a brutal meet for me. Um, I was like, I saw that it, I got a text that it was hacked. It was the bit, middle of a busy weekend. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll just wait till Monday and I'll, or Sunday and I'll figure it out then. Turns out if you wait too long, they will just keep tweeting until you get banned. And uh, at least we will learn. <laughs> it was a tough day for Tucker. Um, the Mad Hatter, Tucker McNinch. I've, I've put in five requests to get my Twitter unbanned. None of them have gone through. So, ways to take uh, Nation out there. Believe it or not, Elon Musk, customer support, terrible. Anti-Elon pod. About you, uh, yeah, loser Elon Musk, <laughs> because he won't fucking respond to my requests. <laughs> Tucker, uh, ways to take Nation. We got to build, if Tucker makes new Twitter, we got to make sure we build that up. We need Tucker's following. Do we, do we just... Do I just go by the Mad Hatter now? <laughs> I, I think, think it's you your unofficial to. nickname. Yeah, we need any jersey that you get for anything. The Mad just Hatter. says Mad Hatter on it. <laughs> I love it. Um, sorry to hijack your take, but that just reminded me. It reminded me. Um, yeah, I'm all in. Dill, you're all in. Tony Finau. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all in. Uh, one thing about uh, Tony Finau. Um, I'll ask you a quick question about. Uh, I need 500 on Tony Finau, by the way. How do you feel about Kurt Cousins? What's his drawback? He's a loser. Tony Finau is the Kurt Cousins of golf. Okay, but, but, but what, what, what does Kurt Cousins have that a lot of other people don't? Swagger. No. The opposite. Um, what does Kurt Cousins yeah, have? James? Family. Money. How much family? Kids. Well, How many kids? kids? Two kids. Three kids. I think you're thinking of Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers has Philip 11 Rivers. children. Yeah, well, Nine Tony, Tony Steven now rivals that with about seven. So that might be the reason. All right. Really? Phil Rivers, big loser, yeah. too. He was kind of like Kirk Cousins before Kirk Cousins. Tony Steven now golfs so much and practices crap because he doesn't want to take care of his kids. He knows the second he walks in the door, he's going into hell. So he's like, you know what? Actually, I, last, last season he brought the whole family to every single event, so he probably wants to. It's probably not making much. Event. All of his winnings are going towards There's paying no for plane tickets. Concentrate on golf with eight kids in your hotel room. That's what the media tried to tell. <laughs> Cam, you're all in, right? Don, is he bringing the kids this year? No. Oh, he's a oh, winner. Oh my god, he's he <laughs> must still on animal. Huh, Cam? Are we still talking about Fino? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to win it. Tucker's, are we ready to make this a lock of the year? If you don't have money on Fino to win the Masters, you're wild. Okay. I already put money on speed. All right. We're good then. All right. Uh, Dill, you got a take for us now? I do. Um, this is kind of a soft take, but it's relevant. So Tucker and I went bowling today. Uh, we played three games. It was me, Tucker, Lene, and John. I won the first game, shot about 120-something. And then Tucker won the next two. I fell off a wagon. Lene was barking in my ear, getting in my head. I had a chance. 
in the last frame, so I fucked it up. Um, couldn't hit any spares to save my life. But at the end of the day, if Tucker and I bowled every single day for a month, we would be insane at bowling. Like, way too good than you need to be. I think bowling is so easy of a sport if you put in the time and effort. This is the golf take. <laughs> that, that, no, it's, it's a little different than the golf take. That if you take any athlete from any major four sport and give them six months, they will be the best bowler on the planet. It's, it's like, it's a, it's an overlooked sport. Look that's, that's prime example. Look Chris Paul. He's a, freak, he's a freak athlete, but he's very good at bowling. I, I think it's just, it's not the sport that the pure athletes head to, you know, initially. But I'd say if you put any major four sports player on a bowling alley every day for six months, They'd be on the PBA winning matches every single night. Yeah, I agree with this take, actually. I do. Um, I think because when you see professional athletes bowl, they're all good. Like Chris Paul's a good bowler, too. So, like, I don't, I can't think of any out- examples outside of Mookie Betts and Chris Paul, but it seems like those guys, like Mookie Betts is really good at bowling. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's not an athlete, though. So. Yeah, but. He played in the Celebrity All-Star game a few times. Yeah. Um, Jacking up some deep threes. Yeah, no, I agree with this. I think if you have any sense of athletic ability, you can be good at bowling. I don't, so I'm not good at bowling. But I don't bowl all that often. So, um, But I don't think there's another sport that's like televised that is like that. I feel like most athletes know? are good at golf. Like most are pretty good. Like yeah, I watched a video the other day. Up, they wouldn't light up the PGA Tour. No, I, absolutely I, not. You're right. You grab Joel Embiid off the court and say you're going to bowl for six months. The man is going to be the greatest bowler of all time. <laughs> like, <laughs> Tuck, you coming off a, a fresh bowl? How, how do you how do you assess this take? Um. So I will say, like, I don't think Joel Embiid's a good example. I think point guards are just skilled versus. Like Joel Embiid is I don't care. He's is Shaq a good bowler? Freak athlete. No, because Shaq isn't. I don't know. I don't think Shaq's talented. He's just like physically really large and strong. Like I don't think he's like a talented guy. Versus like anyone with finesse, like Chris Paul can be really good. Like a point guard, I think would all be good bowlers. I don't think all centers could be good bowlers. Shaq would let go of the ball, and it would be halfway to the pins. <laughs> yeah, I just think he would just have zero action. The man couldn't no. make. Free throw. He would figure it out. That's my pitch, is that he could he never learned how to shoot free throws. You get like you put a bowling ball in his hand, it's like he, put, a ball. In bowling alley, he bowls a three hundred after six months every time. Um but I I think that I could bowl I think I could if you gave me six months of training, I think I could definitely bowl at least one three hundred. Cam, you got a response to this I don't think it's that, like, you know, I bowled a 130 today, and I don't practice ever. I don't even throw the ball away. Cam? I'm a bad bowler. 
I'm not good at the sport. I have a historic low of 32. Um, and I know for a fact that I could bowl a 300, give me a week. I just like to go for fun. I don't, but I'm also competitive, and if you taught me how to do it, it's not that hard. It's just the same motion. It's the same thing every single time. It's the same thing. So also, I also think there you could play you could play another game with it. It's just as fast as you can. Throw an eight-pound ball as fast as possible. The pins will go flying, and it, the, the thing on the screen where it's hit here, the pin will go to this pin, this pin. No, not if it's going 60 down the lane. <laughs> pin number one is going to hit pin number nine in the back. They're going to pin the tails That's on how top. I bowl. I friggin' whip the thing. I just throw yeah. it. Whip the thing. Whip it as hard as you can. The Shaq thing, Shaq's probably the best bowler in the NBA because he'll throw it so hard, it can hit the gutter, bounce out, hit the pins, knock them over on another lane. Um, so I think bowling, yeah, I agree with this one. I think anyone, not even that, I think anyone, if they just put their mind to it, be good bowlers, can be good bowlers. Because you think about like old people, like wrists, weak-wristed old people are bowling like 240s. I think we can figure it out. Alrighty. There you have our ways and takes. Move on to some topics. We'll start with March Madness. Now let's start with the men. We will do the women because I think that's the more interesting story right now. But um, the men, I think we left off before the Final Four, correct? I think, yeah. so. I think that's where we were. Um, I think most of us took UConn to win it all, and they do. Um, I didn't watch the final. I watched UConn beat Miami, and I watched San Diego State beat. Who was it that they beat? I don't even remember. Uh, FAU. FAU. Um, yeah, I mean, UConn is a blue blood, I think, right? Like, they are very, very good. Five-time national champion. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really have a lot on it. It wasn't a particularly exciting last couple matches. Um, oh, wait, the San Diego State one was exciting, wasn't it? Then they hit a buzzer beater? Buzzer beater. Yeah, so that was cool. Outside of that, though, the other games weren't that exciting. Um, I don't well, really have much on it. I have everyone. Yeah, UConn was just far and away the best team in the tournament. Double digits. Double um, digits. 13, I think, was the lowest win, right? 11, maybe? Oh, yeah, Cam, yeah. You, you almost had that take, but it was it was just the wrong team. Wrong year. Gonzaga last year had it until the Final Four, and then or two years ago, whatever it was. Um. Our bracketologist, Cam, you can break down the final four, what you thought. Yeah, I talked to a couple people about it. It was it wasn't it wasn't the hype that it that it usually was. Um, somebody somebody said it best. It's like a it's like a bachelor party, right? March Madness. Round one, day one. Everybody is going nuts. Every game, bets on every game. My bracket's going to be perfect. This is awesome. We're watching that. Watching it all. All right. After a while, a couple people fall off. But a couple people are still on the wagon. They want to keep it going. And then day two comes around. You're betting on every other game, maybe. Day three, you're like, oh, man. Crichton won two games. Most of the people are out. Some are still going just to watch it for the fun. But by the time you get to the final four, 
you're left with a four or five, a five and a nine, and nobody likes this combination of people hanging out. So I think that's a great comparison. I I enjoyed watching it to an extent. I only watched half of the national championship, the San Diego State versus FAU game. I watched in Hawaii and. Wow, there are a large amount of San Diego State fans there. It makes sense just because it's the closest school that's not Hawaii. Um, but I'm talking like Jersey, like diehard San Diego State fans. So that was pretty cool. I didn't know those people existed. Yeah, they were in Hawaii and they were a group and they were very loud. And it was a bunch of men uh, together, no females. So that just says a lot about that school. I don't think I've ever seen a San Diego State fan in my life. Yeah, I didn't know they existed. I saw someone wearing a jersey. They're cheering. Um, but it was pretty cool to watch. I was at a bar, and the buzzer beater happened. I uh, I had San Diego State Moneyline and FAU plus three at the same time, so that did well for me. <laughs> and uh, it was a good time. Um, overall, though, UConn just dominated everyone who they were going to win. Had them at minus seven. He's just Moneyline. So, I think I don't know much else. I think part of it was the beginning of the tournament too was so exciting, and like the final four was like all it was the highest seed, like a four, right, in the final four. So it was like the tournament was so exciting, and then you got down to the final four, and it was kind of like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Tucker, your breakdown of the end of the tournament. Yeah, I mean, I just wasn't. You know, I just thought that it was super exciting going into it because, again, like you're always rooting for the underdogs, you're rooting for the underdogs, you're rooting for the underdogs, and then it ends up with only underdogs in the final four, and you're kind of just mad towards everyone. Like FAU should have been this like darling team that everyone was like in love with. It just wasn't that due to the fact that. Everyone was an underdog. San Diego State wasn't supposed to be there. Miami wasn't supposed to be there. UConn wasn't supposed to be there. So, like, when everyone's just kind of meh, there's no one to really root for versus in years where you have, you know, three favorites and an underdog. Or, you know, when you have those, like, historic rivalries like last year when you had UNC Duke and UNC Kansas and Kansas Villanova in the final like these great games with historic teams that have all these relationships. This Final Four, like none of the teams really had any correlation with each other, which is kind of disappointing. There was no great storyline to like get behind. Dale? Um, I mean, I was, similar things. Um, I, I think the Final Four games were entertaining to a point um but i feel like uconn just kind of had a bit of a cakewalk to a championship um given like they're they were four seed uh but just the way they stacked up against the other teams in the final four it was just they were the odds on favorite for sure and they just walked to a championship the, final, the championship game wasn't really anything special, to be honest with you. Um, San Diego State sort of kind of made a push. Got, did, I don't think they were leading. Did they bring it back to like four? I think they were down four at one point. 
late. Um, and then it quickly got back up to 10. Yeah, just kind of a dull, a bit of a last week, but I mean, it's still March Madness. It's still more entertaining than the NBA games I watched yesterday. All right, let's talk women because they have kind of taken over, which I think is awesome, by the way. I think it's cool that the women's tournament is getting talked about more than the men's. Um, <coughs> obviously, Caitlin Clark, we haven't, I don't think we've really, Tucker talked about her, but I don't, we haven't really talked about her too much. Um, she was doing her thing, balling out and trash talking and letting like a chick just stand at the three and not guarding her because she knew she couldn't make it, blah, blah, blah. So they go to the finals against LSU, and what's that girl's last Angel, what's her last name again? Reese. Reese. That's what I thought. Angel Reese, LSU, game's over, goes up, does the ring finger, love that, does the you can't see me, kind of mocks her. And people got pissed, and um, a lot of back and forth on Twitter, turned into a race thing, whatever. My whole thing is I never had a problem with it from the start. I think if you talk shit, you got to be ready to take shit. Um, I know people were like, oh, the game's over, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't really matter to me. I mean, Caitlin Clark was the best player in the tournament. I mean, if anything, it's it's a bad look for Angel just because it's like she's still like, she, she you know, she's a baller. Like, you're just clearly upset at her because she's good at the sport. But... I mean, they beat her fair and square. I have no issue with her talking shit. I don't think it's a race thing. I don't think blah, blah, blah. I just I think that when you are going to talk shit, you got to be ready to have shit talk to you. So I don't love her comments after like, oh, she disrespected the SEC, blah, blah, blah. That's nonsense. You were just in the moment. You had the best player in the country across from you. You beat her. So you rightfully gloated. So I think it's a bad take to say that she's a piece of shit or whatever Portnoy said. Um, I think it's what you do as a competitor. You talk shit. And that's what Caitlin Clark did. And I, there's no reason why uh, Reese shouldn't be able to do that as well. And the whole thing with the first lady saying that the losing team should get to go to the White House is the most preposterous thing I've ever heard. If you lose, you don't get to go to the White House. I'm sorry. I'm glad that Caitlin Clark said no. She wouldn't go. Um, Cam, your takeaways from the women's tournament and the, the fallout of the controversy. I love the women's tournament. I uh, made a bracket myself. I got two out of the final four teams correct. That was uh, South Carolina and LSU. Um, little backstory: LSU. They lost two games. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I'll let you go. They lost to South Carolina, who was undefeated, the best team ever. Until they got knocked off. And they lost to Tennessee, who was like a four seed. So I don't know what they did to disrespect LSU, but they certainly proved them wrong. Um, back to the Caleb Clark thing. I, I started watching the, the tournament um, <laughs> going into the, er, in the final four. So the South Carolina-Iowa game was really uh, the big one. And Caleb Clark is just a baller. I can tell she is mean, and she says mean things to those girls on the court. I can tell it. I can tell it from the way she moves and her body language. Um, and I'm sure she was talking it, and she takes it too. I'm very glad that Angel – not very glad she did that, but I, I just don't see the problem. I don't care what time it is left in the game. She was probably so focused on the game. 
She didn't have time to do it during the game, so she had to do it at some point. And Kaylee Clark handled it like a champ. I'm sure she was a little bit mad at it in the moment, but um, she's saying all the right things. I don't think it was a big deal at all. Like, not even a little bit. It didn't even remotely cross my brain that people should get upset about it. I thought it was awesome. Kaylee Clark probably, if she didn't look online, I don't think she would be making a big deal out of it. Um, she even made it. Clark gone out and said, like, no one should be giving her shit. Like, should yeah, I just, I mean, like, I don't know. The Portnoy thing survived the conversation, and I think he's doing it a little bit more on purpose now. Um, but that's his brand. I get it. It's, you know, it is what it is. Um, as for the Joe Biden thing, Kaylee Clark just destroyed her. Uh, made her look like an absolute idiot. The way she responded to it wasn't like, no, no, we're not going to do that. It was like, what? That's so stupid. Why would when, why would the team that lost do that? Nah, LSU can go. Like, I think she handled it so well. She's very well spoken. Um, she's. Is she going to the WNBA? No, she's so? got one year of eligibility. I, I don't know what she's going to do. I know she said that her goal was, like, she was, another good thing to like about her was, like, all I want to do is make this state proud and, like, put on for the little girls in the state. Like, I mean, yeah, she she did a whole thing with a, uh, a cancer patient in Iowa because you know how Iowa has the... Uh, yeah, for the, the football field. That's, that's awesome. That's yeah. so cool. Um, but also... If I was a college basketball, a girls' college basketball player, I would never want to leave. No, absolutely I, not. I would not want to leave. I would do everything possible to make that NIL money right now as long as I can. And then maybe not even go to the WNBA. Just keep doing Instagram or something. Uh, Tucker, what did you make of the whole situation? Um, so I will say... Great tournament. I mean, the fact that there's getting so much mainstream attention of, like, this in the women's final, more than, like, anything in the men's final, kind of just shows, like, how big of a tournament this was for the women that they, like, it was the most viewed women's final of all time. 9.9 million viewers. It was, like, more than in any Stanley Cup game in the last 30 years or something. More than any, like, World Series in like 20 years. Like, it was all these things that, like, major sporting events, it was bigger than. Which is awesome. I mean, I tuned in. I really did, and I enjoyed it. Um, but I will say about Angel Reese, in the words of Michael Jordan, everyone talks shit when they're up. Angel Reese waited till the game was over. She stayed quiet until... The end, which I, that's where I don't like it. Like, because I don't know, I think you should shit talk throughout a game. Like, if you're going to shit talk, like, do the, I, like, Kaylin Clark did the You Can't See Me in the middle of the third quarter against LSU in a very close game versus Angel Reese did it with 10 seconds left of 15 while our team is celebrating. You mean, he's, and, you mean, is, and she is chasing. Caitlin Clark around the court doing the you can't see me. Like, say that something in your head more than doing that. I don't oh, no, know. she was in her head. She lived in her head. Like, like, that's my whole thing behind it is that, like, you should be celebrating with your team, but instead you want to follow Caitlin Clark around the court and, like, do the you can't see me. Like, do that during the game when you hit a big shot or something. 
Don't do it after the game. I mean, that's a, it's a fair criticism. I just don't think she should be under fire like she is. Like, you won the game. You have the right to be an asshole. Uh, Dill? So, I don't mind people shit-talking. I do think once the game is over and you have satisfaction of the game ending and you know you won, the biggest F you is to just act like the other team doesn't exist. Just like, like, you, you, you hang out on the court like you're the kings of the court and you just like, don't even act like the other team is there anymore. You're just like big F you, don't even pay attention. Um, I think that's kind of an alpha move. I think you look a little less of, I, I don't know the right word. You just, you just kind of, it's a little stain in, in, in the reputation when you do something like that after the game. And I think that's what Tuck's trying to get at. Um, so, it's like I mean, shit when there's nothing at risk isn't really shit talking. It's just like, yeah. And like, so I don't, I like shit talking, which I like shit talking. I hate quoting. Like, I don't, I don't mind. It, like, Tucker, you spiked a, a dude's basketball in his face on the last possession of the game. I was annoyed the game wasn't closer. That wasn't out of floating. That was out of <laughs> that I was annoyed because they weren't good enough to put up a fight. Fair point. Sorry, Dill. Go ahead. So I just think that I think it was a little distasteful, and I, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to make a big stink about it like some people are. Um, and it sounds like the Caitlin girl was in, uh, like, didn't she didn't care, which no, I think she... is the only person that it really should matter if it cares or not. And she doesn't care, so I don't think anybody else really should care. But I think as a whole, do that crap in the middle of the game, like she was talking, once the game is over, you won. Just be like, we won, F you, but you don't have to, like, you know, be in somebody's face about it. Yeah, I think she's a competitor. That's why she didn't care. And also, like, people being like, well, Caitlin Clark did it. That's disrespectful on her end. Nobody called her out. It's like, no, she she was balling out. She knew that girl couldn't make the three. Why would she guard her? Like, this is good for women's basketball. Having villains and having people that are fucking balling and just, like, and, and letting everyone know that they're a boss, that's so good for the sport. Um, all right. Let's do a little bit of Patriots talk. Um, so as I mentioned at the top of the show, Bill Belichick reportedly shopping Mac Jones to at least five teams. Um, just want to get your guys' thoughts on it. If you think they should do it, if, you know, if, you know, Bill's kind of slipping, blah, blah, blah. Same thing we always talk about, but in this context. So my opinion on it, I don't like it. Um, I think Mac is getting a really, really bad rap from a lot of people um, just because of Bill's rep. Um, Mac had a great rookie year. He has, I don't know if there's ever been a quarterback more set up to fail than Mac last year, having a terrible, terrible staff around him, having no next to no weapons. I mean, he hasn't really had any weapons since he came in, not elite ones anyways. Um, and you've brought in Bill O'Brien to try to fix it. 
and he's still on his rookie contract for at least two more years. Like just, and he had a good year two years ago. So just, you got to ride him and see what he's got. Unless you're really serious about going after somebody like Lamar Jackson. Now, if they have their eyes on Lamar and they think they can get it done, I'm fine with them trading Mac. If they are just trading Mac to go with Zappy, who's similar to Mac, but a little more obedient, maybe. Um, I think that's a huge mistake. Um, I think this is another huge F up by Bill. I also think this could be Mac leaking it. Uh, the Patriots have turned into a circus. This stuff never happened with the Patriots before Brady left. And now we're a media circus. And if there's anybody that could have leaked it, I think it could have been Mac. Maybe Mac wants out. Maybe Mac was like, yeah, they're shopping me around. Um, the reports have come out that Bill hates Mac, which I think I, at least I, I kind of knew already because um, he questioned his decision making. I don't know. I just think maybe maybe Bill himself is trying to let Mac know, hey, you're not untouchable. Like you're going to be fighting for your job this summer and we could trade you tomorrow. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think it is true. A lot of people are saying the reports aren't true. I think it's true. I think it happened. Um, I think maybe Bill's trying to stick it to Kraft too. I don't know. It's a mess over there. It's really starting to scare me about where this franchise is going. Um, and if like, it just doesn't make any sense that you want to trade this kid after the position you put him in. And if I was these other teams, I would absolutely take a shot on him. Why not? He had a good rookie year. He was in a bad position last year. I would, I would, I would give up something for him. I don't want to trade him for draft capital. Like I don't want to trade him for a second rounder. I don't want to trade him for a, a top ten pick. The only way I'd trade him is if it was in a package for a guy you like say Lamar Jackson. For a top 10 pick? What? You say I would want to trade him for? A top I wouldn't. 10. No draft capital. I'm not interested in just trading him for a draft pick so we can draft another suck quarterback. Say like number seven pick of the draft. You're saying no, thank you. I'm saying no, thank you. Yes. Gotcha. I just want to make sure. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I don't I don't want to trade him for draft capital because then you're just picking another suck quarterback. These quarter how many of these quarterbacks really pan out, you know? So um I I don't agree with it. I think they should hold on to him unless you can get Lamar Jackson for him in, in a in a package. As if he's part of the package, I'm fine with that. Um Tuck, I'll be interested to hear your side because the public opinion on Belichick starting to shift a little more. Yeah, no, the public can be stupid. The public's been stupid plenty of times. Um, not nervous. I said last year was a throwaway year. I think if Belichick could do it over again, the only thing you do is make sure that Patricia did a little bit worse. I think he was disappointed that they won a couple too many years there. They were going for draft capital. That's why he put them in the situation that he did. He wanted to... Make it, you know, make it as difficult as possible. He basically played chess blindfolded last year and saw what he could do with it because he knew if he had all the pieces around him, he would do well. So chess, not checkers. You know what? I'll play it with my with one hand behind my back. I'll put this guy at offensive coordinator. I'll put this guy's QB's coach, and I'll see what I can do with it because I'm trying to do bad this year. This year isn't the year. This year needs to. Be. We need to see improvement this year, or you know what? There needs to be significant changes made. I don't Here we know go. Progress. I've said that from the get-go. Um, what would you trade Mac for? 
Mac, if Mac was available for a top like seven pick, I would take it. Like, I mean, at that point, you're getting a positive payment on Mac. Like, you got you got him at fifteen, and you tr- get him, and then you get a seventh for him. That or a top seven pick for him. I'd say that's a positive trade, and that would be beneficial to the team. Because at the end of the day, there's definitely guys that, you know, have higher upsides. Do you draft I, a quarterback or do you let Zappy run? I don't let – I don't have – Zappy has the lowest upside of any QB I've ever seen. I agree. I actually don't think he's very good. I, I, I just – I think he's significantly nothing. worse than Jones. At no point did I, like – was I impressed by Zappy. I never had the Zappy fever, unlike some people in this room. I was actually disgusted by the Zappy fever that other people had. Um, you guys just hopes I'm going to have fun with. Facts, dude. Facts. Zappy, Bailey Zappy <laughs> isn't hope and something to have fun with. Like, Cam Newton was hope and something to have fun with because at least he was like a human from Western Kentucky who, who actually brought some life to the stadium. Not, not I was there. <laughs> it was electric. Have talent is the thing. Like, like give me... Give me a mobile quarterback that, like, can <laughs> ball or something. But, like, Bailey Zappi is just, like... Five foot two. It, like, Mac, verbal meme, but, like, Mac, like, you're going to the story. Like, I want Mac Jones. We have Mac Jones at home, and it's just Bailey Zappi. Like, like he's just... Yeah, he's just Walmart Mac Jones. Um, Except he listens to Bill. That's the big difference maker here. Um, Dill? Thoughts? Would you trade Mac? What would you trade him for? You think Bill's making a mistake here? Why is it leaking? Who knows? Yeah, there's a lot to this. I think I think there's some sort of uncertainty in the locker room around Mac and and Bill's perception of Mac, and I think maybe this might. Maybe it'll work to uh, start a fire under Mac, but I think it's the biggest issue is the coaching. I still think they're not addressing that issue. Um, I mean, if they trade Mac, they better get something massive in return, but they're not going to. If they did, um, because they're if they did, they're basically starting from ground zero again. So I would prefer to hold on to them, and I think. This whole, if it, you know, if they're going to hold on to it and move forward with them, I think this situation potentially could make everything worse. So I'm just not really pleased by the whole thing. What would you trade him for? What would I trade him for? I would trade him for any amount of young talent. I don't care what position. So not drafts, but like proven talent? I think proven talent, if that has. Proven talent that we think we can hold on to in the hopes that we'll be bad enough to get better draft picks. Okay, I see where you're going. <laughs> like, like, but like that's a long job. So that's like trade him for like some young talent and let Zappy run the team and suck. Yeah, yeah. and then maybe get some a quarterback in the future. Like a, draft Stetson Bennett in like the third round. Let him give it a shot. Yeah, there you go. Um, Cam, outside of perspective. I think I'm much on it. I kind of said my piece already. I never Stetson Bennett. <laughs> yeah, I no, never Stetson Bennett. 
Uh, did you watch the arrest video? No. Oh my god, what a loser! Twenty years of my life. These all these oh, SEC dudes get arrested. It's insane. They all do. Every single quarterback. Mac Jones has a DUI or some shit. Like they all get arrested. It's Johnny Manziel. Johnny Baker. They all do. Baker was Oklahoma. But Whatever. Same thing. Southern, I, I Southern digress. Football. I don't have. I don't have much on it. I don't know. You guys are. Do you, you think it's do you think it's a mistake story. to trade him? I, I don't know. No, I think I think either way, there's the the good and bad depends on what the trade is. I think he's tradable right now. Yes, you just have to get good value. I don't. You guys are all over the place. <laughs> are you team Bill or team Matt Cam? Pick a side. <laughs> team team Gerard uh, Mail. <laughs> I like that guy. Team Joe Judge. Give me Pat, give me Pat Chong as the DC. Pat Chong is a psycho, dude. Big Coke guy. Oh, man. All right. Good DC then. <laughs> All right. Um, last thing I have is the Masters. Um, I don't have much on it. Like I said, not a golf guy. Tony Finau. Um, anybody got any other Masters tidbits they want to go over? Jim Nance. Big week for him. Big couple weeks for him. Um, I am going to be big into the Masters this year. Who won last year? Shepler. Tony Shepler. Marikama. Uh, Scotty. Scotty. Tony Shepler was a tight end for the Lions. Is that right? Though I I want to say no. it. yeah, Shepler is going to be like best. No, player. no. Did Shepler win? Was my question. Yes, it was Shepler. When's the last time somebody went back to back in the Masters? Uh, let me tell you. Probably Tiger. Tiger. 2001, 2002, Tiger Woods. That's oh, a long John. time ago. Before that, does anyone want to guess? I've never heard of the guy. Arnie Palmer. The Singh. Ernie Goot. No, Good. Goosen. Nick Faldo. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Byung Sung. I know so many golfers. Then Jack Nicklaus. <coughs> um, Cam, you got Jeff anything? Ogilvy. You got anything on the Masters you want to touch on? No. How's Tiger going to finish? I said what I said. He's going to he's going to finish first. He's got a cart. Everyone else won't get. Okay, he's see him to the end. He'll get to the 18th first. Dill, Masters, anything? Golf season. Yeah, I've I've been following golf most of my life this past couple of weeks or a couple, about a month maybe. Uh, I'm all in. I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to watch while I'm at work, um, as much as I can. Um, I think uh, it's weird this year with the um, a lot of people going to live and not <laughs> being able to play, so it's a bit of a different. Um, no, they can still play, though. <laughs> no, they can't. Yes, they can. Oh, debate. Let's I go. don't think they can. 100% can. I don't think... I don't think so. Uh, yeah, no, there... I'm reading an article on golf.com where they live golfers at the Masters. Golf.com. Oh, they are. Okay. Maybe they're not allowed to play in any of the other... I don't know. There's weird rules around it. Um, but I was just excited to watch 
Um, I got Spieth winning. Spieth? Um, he needs a win. He's been playing good, so all for it. Um, all right. List guys. Anybody got any other sports things they want to touch on before we get to list guys? The Red Sox are in Terrible. last place. Oh, my God. They, you know what's sad, though? They got swept by the Pirates. You know what's sad, though, is they've been exciting. They just haven't they, – they, they put up a ton of runs against the Orioles, and the pitching just couldn't bail them out that one game. And then they let up a ton of runs. And then this past time, they couldn't score this past series. Past two games, yeah, I couldn't score. Yankees look all right, though. Un, unreal uh, walk-off home run, though. I was watching that live first game against the Pirates. Two outs, bottom of the ninth. You know, pop up to left field. Left field. What, are left they, field th- what are they, three and three? They're two and four. Two and four. Left fielder just dumb. Can't, he's camped under it and just in and he out of the gloves. It's yeah. like an easy, lazy fly ball. Next hitter, two pitches later. Walk off home run to runner. Yoshi looks Unreal. good, though. Yoshi looks bad. He does? Yeah. He's had a couple hits, home he's run. Had a, he's had a couple hits. He had a home run, but his... But Rafi feels like the guy, at least. Rafi looks good. Rafi's been just, the guy. But um, he is the guy. Like, we made the... Like, if you're going to keep one of them, Rafi was the one to keep. Yeah, I agree with that. Yoshi yes. doesn't look good. Yoshi is... Uh, I don't have Nesson, so I haven't watched a second of the games, unfortunately. Yoshi's swinging at every single slow outside pitch and just rolling over on every single pitch into the first baseman. It does not look good yet. What's his BA is right now? Story not playing this year? Is He's who? hurt. Yeah, Trevor Story's out for the year. Great signing. Out for the year? Maybe not the whole year. No, but, but a significant part of the year. Yeah. And they could like really use him. Four months. Except he sucked last year, so maybe they didn't. They don't. They couldn't use him. Yankees look good though, Cam. Right? Aaron Judge hit some home runs. Yeah, Carlo hit some home runs. Yankees are very, very good again. Um, I don't know. Different feeling this wow. year. Anthony, I, I truly, I never say this. Five games in, this could. If there this was the year, if there was here. This is the year. You heard it here first. Pitching staff's complete. We got Volpe at short. We have utility now at um, what's his name? I Ian Kim Kinsler, not Ian Kinsler, but uh, uh, IKR, IKF, whatever. Kamea, Fonata, or whatever that guy's name is. Glaber's on the bench. We got a big rotation. I've been watching up a little bit. No way blow it. There's no way. This is the year. This is it. it the year. Okay. I can't wait to. This is uh, the year. I can't wait to see the uh, first round exit. Beat the Yankees yeah. in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to make sure: are the Astros still a team? Yes. I hope they are not the, the Yankees. All right. As long as the Astros exist, the Yankees will not win another World Series. I actually hate both those teams so much. I hate both of them so much. Hey. The cheating Strohs. We're an anti-cheating podcast, all right? Officially now. So. Not in baseball. <laughs> Not in baseball. Um, all right. List, guys. Manly things for Cam Abderholden. Are we going draft or are we going list? 
Draft. I like draft. Draft? All right. Draft it is. Um, um, I didn't do a poll this week, so we didn't get a point. I forget who's winning. I think Cam's still winning. I think we're same order then. Um, Cam. Cam, Tucker, Dylan, me. Going first this time. I went first last week. I think. Yeah, because you still have the points. You so still have still the points, and so you're still in first. Okay, good. Because I got a great one at number one. Um, changing a tire. If you get out, if you got a flat, and you get under the hood, it's a hot, sweaty day. Maybe you take your shirt off. You got an undershirt. You wrap the other one around your head or something, and uh, you just get it greasy. I like to get extra. I get grease on my hands. I like to wipe it on my face. Act like I've been out there for days, eating and uh, sweating in the sun. I love changing tires. I get flats on purpose just to go out there and do it and look like a man. Lindsay loves when I do it. She thinks it looks hot. Um, manly thing, changing tire. Tuck. Um, great one, Cam. I just want to say um, my number one: covering the tap. Yeah, Whether you're at that's dinner a good one. and just like being like, hey guys, don't worry about it. Food's on me. At the bar, just buying around for the group. Covering the tab. Big one for me. Yeah, that was on my list. That's a good one. Uh, Dill? Yeah. Well, that was my number one, so I'll go with a similar one. I'm saying uh, going to a restaurant and just ordering the most expensive thing on the menu. Just. Doesn't matter what it is. Don't even look at it. Just like, yeah, I'm getting the filet mignon, sixty-five bucks. Don't care. Put it on the plate. All right. My number one is going to be making a fire. When you're out, you know, you're either camping or you're having a party or something. If you're making the fire and you're tending to the fire and you're the fire lord, you are the king. It is your domain. Big Trevor Hathaway move. Fire. Make sure the fire's good. Um, that's got to be my number one. My number two is going to be, um, refusing to ask for help. When, no matter what you're doing, if you're putting something together, if you're, you know, out looking for something, anything you do, don't ask for help. Figure it out yourself. You can do it. You're a man. Figure it out. So number one, making a fire. Number two, figure it out. Don't get any help. They'll... Yeah, my number two is uh, just getting bloody. Just just getting bloody. <laughs> just get, like hurt yourself, cutting yourself, working with, with wood or something. Just, I don't know, just getting injured and just being like, ah, it's all right, it heals. Getting hurt and just being, ah, no big deal. Don't go to the hospital. You're fine. Be a man. Suck it up. Rub some dirt on it. I'm not good at that one. If I have any minor injury, I'm going to the hospital. Um, talk. Um, yeah, mine's just, I don't know if this is too broad, but fixing something broken. Just like, you know, you go over to someone's house, maybe it's their TV, maybe it's their something, just be like, let me look at it. Fixing it, just turning something on after it's been broken for a while. Boom. Alpha move. Love that. I fixed my friend's toilet the other day. It was like, I just... Um, that's a great one. Um, all right, number two for me. We don't open a beer with your teeth. Um, I've done it. Can't do it. <laughs> I've done it before. 
it was more of a manly thing in college. <laughs> These days, people are just like, dude, take care of yourself. But it's still an alpha move. You're not a beta. You don't see a beta doing it. If you do it successfully, it's an alpha move 100% of the time. Um, see, Dylan, you said something that, yeah, I'm just going to go with it, chopping wood. Um, yeah. Dylan, you kind of <laughs> mentioned that. You mentioned it a little bit, but it wasn't your exact take. So I'm going to go with it. Uh, chopping up some logs, having the axe, just whacking that thing, pretending that the, the piece of wood is, you know, somebody you dislike greatly, uh, and just kind of laying into it. Feels good, sounds good. You feel like you've accomplished something, and, you know, lumberjack is the epitome of alpha man. So, Tucker. Tucker. You with us? Oh, shit, sorry, I muted. Um, There's your one. Uh, it's being good at bar sports. Whether it's darts or pool, those are kind of the two main ones I can think of. But just like being good at those two activities specifically, alpha move, I don't know. Anytime like you're playing pool and then it's one guy that's really good, alpha. Cameron. I mean, not Cameron, uh, Dylan. Oh, Dylan. Yeah. Um, shit, I had one and I literally just lost it. Um, crap. Oh boy, I'm drawing a blank. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, just killing an animal. Just killing an animal. Going hunting. Just murdering it. Skinning it, <laughs> bringing it back home, put it in the freezer, and then just cooking it and eating that. That's, I mean, there's nothing more alpha than that. Going out in the wild, eating your own, killing your own food. Yeah, my number three is going to be related to that. It's shooting a gun. Now, I've not <laughs> shot many guns in my life. Um, mostly a small 22 rifle that my grandmother had in her barn. Killed some pigeons for pest control. Went out, took it out the back. Shot some uh, cans. I've seen that gun. Yep. Used to used to used to brandish it pretty quickly if we were at the barn drunk. It would be in my hands, not loaded, because I'm I'm. A, I don't think it. I don't think it will with the <laughs> It used to, um, and I've also shot some shotguns back at the East Overday. Feels powerful to shoot a gun. I get the I get the gun thing. Um, again, not a not a thing I've done too often, but does make you feel like a man when you're shooting a gun. Um, we need to get you certified. My, yeah, I agree. My number four might be a reach, but I'm worried it's not going to make it to the next time around. Being gay. <laughs> Listen, now you might think being gay is not very manly, but there's not you. You're with the boys always. You're with the dudes. You've cut women out of your life. I've always said this. You're for if you if you're gay, you're for the boys. So I think you're pretty manly. If you're a gay man, it's my number four. What? You thought that wasn't going to make it back? I didn't know. I didn't know. I wanted to make sure I got it in there. You have another one, don't you? I got one more oh, pick. Man. I said it was a bit of a reach. All right. Dill, go ahead. Oh, boy. I don't have another one. Um, alpha move. Um... 
just drinking, drinking just whiskey straight. It's pretty much an alpha move. Just rolling up to the bar. I'll take, I'll take your top shelf whiskey straight. No biggie. Just sipping on it. Tucker? Uh, yeah. My number four is getting a dog. I'll have a move. Just having a dog. I'm doing this as I got Rick right here with me. Yeah, his name is the British dog. This is a very nice dog name, I meant to say. Uh, but yeah, dog at first. Cameron. Last two. No, number four, yeah. I love my number four here. I think this is just an absolute value tank. We're going peeing outside. Oh, uh, God damn it. That's such a good one. Girls, girls can't, really. They can, and if they do it, it's manly. No one calls that woman. It's manly if they do it. Um, everything related to it, especially if it's cold out. Going out there with the boys and peeing next to each other in the cold, nothing like it, especially if it's so easy just to pee inside and you choose not to. Um, not a manly thing out there. So, love that pick at four. Number five, I'll give my honorable mention after, I guess. I'm going to go with just eating raw meat or ordering a rare steak. Um, that was my I'll, next pick. I'll, 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 I'll go with ordering rare because I don't really love the whole uh, alpha liver king type thing. But if you order a rare steak, you know it's getting cooked, but it's still rare. Um, I think that takes some guts. It takes some ponies. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that one. Tucker. Um. This one, it's like on the verge of like, is it alpha or is it stupid? Being underdressed in the cold. Like, you have this guy, it's like 10 degrees on, and he has like a light sweatshirt on when you're supposed to be out. But, you know, you go to a Pats game, like I'm layered up, all that, and it's just a guy that's just like in a long sleeve shirt and a jersey. And I'm like, damn, that guy's fucking tall. Ignoring the elements is very, is is very manly. Is he just an alpha? I don't know, but I want to be. Um, Dell. Um, Dylan's doing some research. No, I'm looking at something else. Sorry. Uh, another alpha. My last alpha one. I got to think here. Ah, oh, boy. Maybe, um, this is bad. I like, I didn't prep for this at all. The only thing I could think of is like, uh, crap. I have three honorable matches. I have an honorable match. Now, yeah. I, I gotta think of something here. Um, How about just like being being a like a like a metal smith, you know, like working working with the working with uh, the forge, you know, just just I'd say just blue you know, in general, bro. Yeah, but I'm trying to be more specific. I mean, I I want you know stick that iron in the flame, hot. get it red, get it red hot, bang it, bang the crap out of it with a hammer, get the mask on, start getting after it with. With the, the flame gun thing, I don't know what it is. Just going to town on some metal. All right. My honorable mention, I'm not using it because I've never done it. 
driving without directions, not using the map, you know, just just driving and being like, I'm going to figure out where I'm going. That's kind of like not asking for it. Like that. that is driving. similar. That's why I'm not picking it. I want to add driving stick into my honorable mention. Yeah, that's a good one too. Oh, that's I very one. much feel like a beta when I'm in somebody's car and they're driving stick. Um, my yeah. number five is going to be smoking a stogie. Now, stogies can stogies can definitely be smoked by by ladies in in effective fashion. But if you think about some of the great men in history, always got a cigar. You always look cooler with a cigar in your mouth, no matter what you're doing, golf course, on the boat, you know, in a meeting. If you got a stogie, you are running that situation you are the alpha you are the man of the house in that situation so my number five is smoking a stogie cam you want to rip some honorables yeah we missed a big one boys i didn't google any of these but as we were speaking manning the grill at a barbecue see i almost took that with my second pick i think that's a great one uh i got screaming at screaming at the tv during a sports game oh that's a good one um i got this is a great one i almost picked as my five Calling shotgun in any situation. Any car you're getting into, call shotgun, ultimate alpha move. And then uh, just climb it up way up a tree. Oh, yeah. Just way up. <laughs> girls girls are not doing that. <laughs> um, also, for my list, grabbing hot shit. Like with hands, just like something's hot. Oh, it's yeah. a big I'm restaurant gonna... move, for sure. It's a big restaurant one, for sure. Having tough hands. But, like, yeah. Callous. Having hands in general. Big meaty claws. Huge calluses. My dad's favorite thing, the few times I've worked with him in the kitchen, every time he'll just grab something out of the oven, and then he'd just be like, hey, Tucker, hold this for me. And he just hand it to me. Just come into my hand. Burn my hand immediately. <laughs> uh, all right. Now, I'm drawing a blank. Because it was supposed to be Cam's movie last week, but I think I I went Wait, ahead. Does of Cam still need to go five? No, I was last. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, I, did I pick a movie last week? Yeah, you did. What was it? I don't remember, but you did pick it. I remember you saying. I feel like it was something I just watched. I have a movie. I have a great Please hold, please hold. I'm trying to remember what my pick was. We are yeah, well, listening to All I know is I didn't watch it. I haven't watched the movie. Cam's lost like four points. Oh, oh, it was 21 Jump Street. Oh, right. I didn't watch oh, good. it. I watched it. No, you didn't. I've seen it so recently. I've seen it recently too, but when's the last time you saw it? Um, January 7th. All right. January 7th. The world was within a month. Yeah, no, that's... Specific thing. I mean, I, I mean, if okay, none of us watched it... It's my top five favorite. Can you score it? Yeah. 8-7. Uh, Do you think that's it... pretty high. Did it, did it cure any of your anti-Semitism? That's the reason I picked it. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that. On uh, yeah, it was on Netflix, so I picked. I did not watch it. I had a tough, tough week. 
We'll just say that. Um, that would have helped. It probably would have. Maybe I'll watch it tonight when I go to bed. Um, all right. Cam, your movie. Go ahead. My movie is the infamous Parent Trap. The old one or the Lindsay Lohan one? Oh, Lindsay Lohan, obviously. Um, just watched it tonight. That's my reason. So I can't lose. There you um, go. I can't lose. Great movie. Um, Thought so Lindsay Lohan was two people when I first yeah. saw that. So Cam lost his next point? Probably. Cam should have like eight points, but he only has six. Also, when I first watched that movie, I was convinced those girls were like 20 years old because I was like seven. Turns out they're 11. Yeah, they weren't. Um, yep, who would have thought? I just I, thought it was two people. I was shocked when I found out Lindsay Lohan was one person. I still. <laughs> the actress in that was married with Ian Neeson. She died in a skiing accident. Yeah, yeah, I was just talking about that with someone recently, actually, because Gwen Paltrow got in a skiing accident. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. That's our show, Waste Takes, episode 169. Very nice. Um, check us out on our socials. We'll let you know if Tucker makes a, uh, another Twitter. Uh, we'll have to get him boosted back up. Um, just going to say, I, very, I, I texted the boys the other night. Very much enjoy doing this show. So. And it, it's good to uh, sit down and talk sports with you guys a little bit amidst all the bullshit that goes on day to day in the world. So thank you, gentlemen, as always. And thank you if you're listening out there. Uh, what was that? Zone plus air. I don't know what that means. Um, all right. That's our show. Thanks for getting with us. And we'll see you next week. So long.